Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, and welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. Here I am, talking to you again, this time as the rain falls on the roof above my head. Can you hear that? Just some sound effects while I'm recording this episode. It's raining, the weather's gone wrong. It's been lovely generally during the lockdown. I mean, weather-wise, we've had we've been lucky enough to have nice weather, which has made things easier to deal with. But uh, not today. Rain, um, which uh, makes a change, I suppose. Anyway, I hope you're surviving out there in podcast land. Um, there's been a little delay since the last free episode because I've been making and uploading content for the premium subscribers premium people will know that i'm in the middle of a premium series uh that's number 22 premium series 22 which is a vocabulary builder series which also has examples from films and tv shows i'm halfway through that series and i'll be uploading the remaining episodes after i've published this episode this is number 662 and the next episode that's 663 of uh the free podcast if you want to sign up to Luke's English Podcast Premium to get all those other episodes I publish, just go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium. But here we are. This is episode 602 called Catching Up with Amber and Paul, number 10, the first of two Amber and Paul episodes. The pod pals Amber Minogue and Paul Taylor are back again, this time on Zoom, the lockdown video conferencing software of choice. Obviously, we're social distancing and so we couldn't record in the same room. The result is that the sound quality is not up to the usual standard. You're probably used to that now, I expect. Talking to people online via Zoom and other software has become the new normal. It's probably no big deal, really, to hear a conversation recorded on Zoom on this podcast. But you might find the audio quality makes things a bit more difficult to follow. For example... Sometimes Paul in this episode sounds a bit like a robot alien or an Aphex Twin remix. You know the way people's voices distort sometimes in video conferences? That kind of thing. Anyway, the subtitle of this episode is Surviving Lockdown with Kids. And a bit of a heads up here at the start, this is quite a child-heavy episode because all three of us have got kids... And so naturally, this is dominating our experience during the lockdown. We couldn't do a catching up episode without talking about our children, because they're there all the time, you see. We're not complaining, it's wonderful, but it is what it is. Those of you with children will know exactly what this is like. Those of you with no children might not be fully on board with all the kid chat. I don't know. But anyway... You can expect a lot of conversation about being locked up with our children in this episode, including things like how to keep them busy all the time, how their languages are coming along, 
which children's TV we choose to watch and which shows we like, don't like or find really weird, including programs like Paw Patrol, Puffin Rock, Peppa Pig. Lots of lots of P sounds, lots of plosive sounds for some reason. Paw Patrol, Puffin, Puffin Rock, Peppa Pig. Not good for a microphone. Um, and Teletubbies as well which can be found on Netflix, YouTube, or CBeebies, the children's BBC channel. There's also other stuff, including a tangent about a French tongue twister, which is ton 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 ton, which translates as your uncle mows your tuna, which doesn't actually mean anything really. To mow is to cut grass with a mower, like you would mow the lawn in your garden or mow the grass on a cricket pitch or something you know you mow the grass with a lawn mower anyway so uh ton 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 means your uncle mows your tuna tuna is a fish as you know so if you say your uncle mows your tuna in french it sounds pretty funny ton 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 the words sound the same but they are spelled differently. It's just one of those funny things in French. And I'm mentioning this because we talk about it for a few minutes and there's a good chance that if you don't speak French that you'll get lost at that point. You'll be going, what's going on? So I'm just preparing you. I'm just trying to prepare you right now. Um, Paul also mentions an English tongue twister, which is English can be a difficult language. It can be understood through tough, thorough thought, though. And when you see that written down, the words have a very similar spelling. Uh, through, tough, meaning difficult, thorough, meaning in, you know detailed, thought, though. So English is difficult, but it can be understood through, tough, thorough, thought, though. So all those words have very similar spelling, but they're pronounced quite differently. You can see that written on the page for this episode on the website if you'd like to see it. So anyway, these tongue twisters actually came up in one of Paul's recent YouTube live videos because he's doing YouTube lives every day during the lockdown. He can't do stand-up shows at this time, so YouTube live is how he's keeping in touch with his audience. His YouTube lives are called Happy Hour with Paul Taylor. And basically, at 6pm Central European time every weekday, Paul opens a beer and talks to his audience, answering questions and generally having a laugh for about an hour. Just search for Paul Taylor on YouTube and uh, don't forget to smash that like button, okay, guys? And uh, subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell icon. Hit Paul's bell to get the notification. (laughs) What? Hit the bell icon to get the notifications for when Paul is going live and represent the Lepsters in Paul's comments section. Anyway, as well as a few tangents and things, there is quite a lot of stuff about living in lockdown with kids, as I said. But this episode is not for kids. It's not really suitable for children because there's swearing. The F-bomb gets dropped here and there and some others. So you might want to bear that in mind if you've got kids in the room, either because you don't want your kids hearing those words or because you do want your kids to hear those words in order for them to learn them. And you might want to turn up the volume. I don't know. It's up to you. The main thing is there is swearing in the episode. Um, It's up to you to decide whether, you know, you should play this to your children. The podcast generally is not really for kids. You You could listen to it with your kids, but, you know, it's meant for adults. Anyway, 
I'd like to just make a quick note about swearing on the podcast, actually, because I was having the, this conversation in the comments section today, or at least I wrote a few comments about swearing. For me, swearing on its own isn't always bad. It depends on the situation and the intention behind using swear words. I include swear words on the podcast sometimes because I want the podcast to be authentic. And when I'm talking to my close friends and family, swear words do come up. But I'm not saying that you should use them all the time. There's a difference between saying a swear word to emphasize something like, for example, and I'm going to swear now, okay, just as an example. So there's a difference between saying a swear word to emphasize something like, for example, that film was fucking awful, right? That is different to swearing at someone in order to insult them. Like, you're a fucking twat, mate. Which is something that I don't really want to condone. So I'm just saying that swearing, it depends, doesn't it? It's not always bad. And there are some, you know, sometimes when swearing is clearly an insult. And um, that's not something I really want to condone. I'm just, I'm saying this because I want it to be clear that although I have swearing on the podcast sometimes, I'm not saying that I'm a huge advocate for swearing all the time. And I'm not trying to teach people to swear at each other. Was that, was that patronizing or unnecessary? I'm not sure. I am a teacher after all, so I feel I need to say things like that sometimes. Anyway, we talk about children a bit, but it's not really for children. And after this one, there is another Amber and Paul episode coming. That's episode 663 with no conversation about our children at all. So there you go. But the main thing is Amber and Paul are back on the podcast, which is great. So let's get started. I will talk to you again at the end of the episode. But now here is the jingle. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on another podcast. Paul's a very funny boy. His laugh I very much enjoy. Amber's got a lovely voice. If I could choose an accent, hers will be my choice. Yeah. So Amber and Paul are on the are on the fucking podcast again. I'm just I'm just wondering if I'm gonna get if I'm gonna get interrupted by my daughter already. Normally this happens at the end of episodes I record during the day, but Oh, she's st- she's okay, still awake. Here she comes, here she comes. All right then. Already a cameo appearance sauntering. Yeah, still up. It's extremely hard to get her to go to bed Naughty. these days. There you go. There's oh, a cameo appearance hi. of a little one. Oh, you suddenly realised. You look, there's actual people here. Say hello to Amber. Hi. You want to actually speak? <laughs> come on then, come on. Speak. Hi. Say hello, Amber. Hello, Amber. Oh, hello. And say hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. Yeah, okay. Hi. Now say goodnight, guys. Okay. Night, night. Okay. Sleep tight. Okay. Kiss, kiss. Bye. Bye bye. Have a nice sleep. She's so cute. Hey, 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 hey. Don't forget that. Okay. So that was a kind of an, an unexpected uh, interruption there from the little one. But uh, anyway, Amber and Paul are on the podcast again. Hello, guys. Hi. Whoop, whoop. What up? So <laughs> normally I say, Paul, what's the situation? So why break with tradition? Paul, yeah. what is the situation? <laughs> Well, the situation is uh, we are all looking at each other uh, in the eyes, but not in real life. We're looking at each other through uh, a screen on our computers using Zoom, which is the new uh, cool kids technology on the block for the uh, lockdown uh, coronavirus situation. Yeah, are we what? allowed to say coronavirus? Will you get demonetized? No, Does no, that even, no. Is that a thing? No, no in it's podcast right. land. No, I have to make. I have to. I have to be careful with it on YouTube because as soon as you say it, it's like demonetized. Really, you get demonetized for saying coronavirus? Yeah, it, well, because you know, like they've got rules on 
on on YouTube about uh, talking about uh, catastrophes or, you know, like as soon as a school shootings happened in the US, as soon, if people start talking about it, uh, the way Google's like automatic um, transcriptions are done, they can they know that you've said that word and they demonetize it. And then if they've got time, they go through and review it. I think it's all right, though. I, I'm not I don't really care. Um but I wasn't yeah. sure if on podcast land, it's not, it's, it's nah, not you, nah. you've got sponsors. They love it. It's all like you, you, you can, you can say whatever the fuck you want. So anyway, um, we are here. We're back. We're back on the podcast, by the way, Luke, mm-hmm. um, I should say, yes. Uh, I got a message today mm-hmm. from one of your listeners. Oh yes. Um, yeah, he was, um, let me discard. Did I send that discard that? Did we, did we, did I do that? I don't want to Um, hold on. Hold please. Um, here it comes, here it comes. It was, uh, his name. I don't know if he's a regular contributor to the podcast. Uh, I hope he is because he seems like he was well up for it. He seems like he was like really like looking forward to, uh, an episode. His name is Ahmad Khaled. Um, shout out to Ahmed Khaled that was on my live on Facebook and YouTube who said, why is there no new episode with Luke's English podcast? What's going on? Um, and so I replied to him showing him my calendar today saying, actually we're recording a new episode today. Um, so yeah, we're not, we're not looking at each other in real life. We can't smell each other's bad breath, but we're still here. Yeah. It's still actually happening. Uh, Amber, hello. Hi. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you remember the last time we spoke on this podcast? You were at my place. I was pregnant. You were, yeah. You came over to my new gaff. I gave you some tea. We did a podcast. I was pregnant. We talked for about 20 minutes about your outside space. Yeah, yeah. Trying to work out if it's a terrace or balcony. A patio, a a veranda. A veranda. It's sort of a combination of all those. find the correct English vocabulary for it. (laughs) Tell you what it is. It's a lifesaver. Is it really? It's saving our lives. Tell Tell us more. Well, it's lockdown, isn't it? So, you know, we can't go out. So we've got this big terrace slash veranda, patio, etc. And, you know, we can go out there. We've had picnics out there. We've got lots of flowers growing, you know. And uh, Hugo <sighs> can go out and, like, draw and cycle. He can cycle his bike around it. Wow. It's a pretty tight turn he's able to do it he's, he's practicing for his three-point turns when he's an adult doing his driving license Mate, yes it's gonna be amazing but no it's 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 really good and, and in fact every day i'm sort of like thankful that we moved just in time because i think we'd have gone mad in paris i don't know how you guys are coping but it's, it, i think it would have been too much for us Oh, it's, I don't know. It's it's all right. It's not that bad. Um, we've got a little outside spot as well, a little balcony. So we sit out there. Sometimes we put a little bathtub out on the balcony and my daughter splashes around in the bathtub. It's not too bad. We're doing okay. Yeah. How about you, Paul? Yeah, we're surviving. Same same thing. I mean, we, we've got um, a little bit of a bigger balcony than, than you do. Um, so that's cool. But it's just it's just relentless, like our our girl is 10 months old today actually mm. um and uh she's just she's like I, I said it in one of my in one of my videos like she's not young enough to just be a vegetable and just lie on like one of her play mats and just just be like <laughs> uh but she's not old enough to play on her own so it uh, she's just started walking and it's uh yeah it's rough it's i mean it's it's more rough on Addie than it is on me because you know she's um, sort of looking after for, for most of the day while I dick around on 
on YouTube and Facebook and try and keep uh, in contact with uh, with the people that follow me and stuff. So, yeah, it's just um, I think the, the first the first couple of weeks was trying to find a routine, like trying to figure out, okay, how, what do we? How long is this going to last for? And how do we do this? Like, what time? What do we do every day? Um, I guess the, the upside of having kids, the three of us, is that we're not bored. Like, it, there's no, there's no. I've spoken to a, to my friends who are single, not single, but like without kids. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, basically. And they bored. They were bored after like five days of like, oh, we finished Netflix. We don't know what else to watch. Like, we finished it's, it's Netflix. Like, yeah. like it's a computer game. We completed <laughs> yeah, exactly. Netflix. Netflix is done. No, it's so true because it, it, I mean it's the same. Like I've got a newborn, so like I'm up at six every day. Like I'm normally in bed by nine thirty. Um, like there's this massive routine, and I've got no free time. But then I can also feel like I can't reproach myself. You know, it's like, well, if you don't learn Russian and write a novel, you don't lack time. You lack my- <laughs> motivation and i'm like oh, i would have written a novel but i'm very busy you know looking after a baby how was it so. by the way and because obviously everyone is dying to know and first of all congratulations thank you on the, on officially the, yeah on the podcast yes yeah. uh how did it go how was the birth was everything all right oh i'll give you a quick birth story go are you then. ready yes all right then so um so it was my is son's this part of the lion game <laughs> no, we, we'll, the plan is to do that afterwards. But hey, I'm, I'm going to open a drink. Do you, are you drunk? Have you guys got I'll a go drink going? You got I beer or anything? You got a cup of tea. Very good, Amber. I had a cup of tea. I've got a beer to my side, but it's too cold, too warm, too yeah, it's well, too warm. I'm drinking a can of lager. Go ahead, Amber. Is that, uh, Enjoy. Is that, hang on, go on, go on. Sorry, Amber. Go. Oh, that's right. Um, so it was it was actually my son's birthday, and we had like a treasure hunt for his birthday. So we'd like hidden his presents around the flat, and you know had little clues so he could find them. It was his idea. I'm, I'm not that like creative. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it was like, your son. Treasure hunt. Your 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 daughter was born on your son's birthday. Yeah. What? How, how does he feel about that? that? Yeah, I think he feels all right because like we call her FOMO baby. Because like she was just like, what? There's a party. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> and, like whenever we're doing something, like trying to have dinner, she's like crying. I'm just like FOMO, baby. She's desperate to get involved FOMO. with whatever's going on. FOMO, Luke. Don't, FOMO. don't, don't know FOMO. What, what is FOMO, Amber? <laughs> <laughs> don't know FOMO. It's a it's fear of missing out. Ah, FOMO. I see. I don't FOMO. have FOMO, although I do. No, I do. Well, no one has FOMO because nothing's going on at the right. moment. So. <laughs> Like, it's very easy. But um, so it was his birthday. And so we got up really early because he was really excited. And then around eight o'clock, my waters broke, like in a movie. Just like walking along. No, in the morning, 8 a.m. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I won't say anything. I'll just um, I'll just try and like carry on. I don't want to go to hospital yet. Because if if they break, you've got to go to hospital. Wait a minute. Your water's broken. You're like, I won't say anything. I'll just try and carry on. Like you just pretended it hadn't happened. Yeah. I thought I'll just carry on until it gets painful. (laughs) Because otherwise, if you say something, they make you go in. And I thought, oh, it might take hours. And so I thought, well, I won't say anything. We we opened the presents, but like I was just gushing, gushing water every time I walked anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Hugo will, will one day appreciate this, that you like your waters broke, but you held it in because you didn't want to interrupt <laughs> his present opening. Exactly. Um, and then I was like, oh, I phoned the hospital. They were like, no, you've got to come in. So I was like, oh, okay. So we phoned our in-laws because they were coming for the birthday party. You know, we decorated the flat and everything. And I thought they'd whiz over, but they didn't. They took their sweet time. So like two hours later, they rocked up. I was like, mate, wh- come on. 
<laughs> I'm having a baby going. here. I'm having a baby over here. So we went to uh, we went to the hospital, but we went to, we got to the hospital, and there were like four couples in the waiting room. It was a Sunday. Four couples in the waiting room before us, and they'd been there for hours. And like one of them was in labour, one of them had waters had broken, one of them was waiting for a checkup, and you know some other one. What? And so we were waiting and waiting and waiting, and then it was like one hour, two hours, three hours. And I said to Nick, oh, "I'll just go for lunch. You may as well. It's going to be ages." So he went off and had lunch, like in a restaurant, sit down, you know, three course meal. <laughs> and, yeah, and there was this other couple opposite us, and they were kind of in the same situation, and he he was really hungry as well. And I was like, "Oh, you should just go for lunch." And they were like, oh, no, no. I was like, I'll just go for lunch. Anyway, but then, like, we were waiting for such a long time that I actually went into labour and I started, it just started getting so painful that, like, it's really embarrassing because there's loads of people and you want to be quite discreet because you're in a way in a public space. But, well, and you're English as well. So English. that doesn't help. Yeah, exactly. But by the end, I'd like, I took off my shoes. I like took off my, like I was wearing leggings, like under a dress. I'd like taken them off. Like I was lying on the floor. I was crying. Wait, you were like, li- you were lying on the floor in the waiting room. Yeah. Crying, like oh. literally crying tears. And then, um, and like with my head on the sort of chair and like there were other people in the waiting room just being like, Oh, meanwhile, your, your, your husband is, is starting his dessert <laughs> Yeah, he's starting in, the, dessert. in a restaurant. Exactly around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the DJ Steve. He's got a bit of limoncello going on. Exactly, and then like they like up like it was it was getting like pretty intense. And so this midwife rushed out. Eventually, she was just like, "Just come with us. We've got no room. There's no more salle de naissance. There's no room for you to come in. But but come in. You can't just carry on screaming in the waiting room." And so oh, I came I in, and they uh, put me in like a sort of separate, but not a birth room, but. They uh, they they measure you, Paul, as you know, what they do, mm-hmm. and Luke as well. And um, they're like, okay, you're six centimeters, and there's only ten in total. And I was like, okay, and it was really painful. And they're like, you can have a bath while you wait. I was like, okay. So um, they put me in the bath, and then and and Nico, my partner, was trying to be really supportive, and he was just like, you're doing great. And I was furious. I was just like, fuck off, fuck off. I didn't want I didn't want any of his platitudes. I was just like, fuck you, I'm not interested. And I stayed, I stayed I stayed in the bath for a while and that was really nice, but it was really painful. And then they were like, There's a salle de naissance free. And so then they got me out the bath and they put me on like an office chair, like a wheelie office chair, and they wheeled me down the corridor like what? just naked. Just naked and wet from this bath. And in pain and did, they wait, did, me down the did, corridor. didn't they have like a some kind of wheelie bed or I think some that other they were proper... just i just think they just needed to get me out there they were like let's get her in we should say also that this happened before the lockdown right before the lockdown okay. yeah it was in february yeah and so then i got into the room and they were like okay you're nine centimeters <laughs> i was like okay and they're like do you want the epidural and i was like yes yes i want the epidural and then the doctor tried to put the epidural in and he, he kept getting it wrong. And I was getting really angry. And then he said, because um, I was feeling angry. And he said, oh, madame, is it, it's in moi qui vous faites mal? You know, is it me that's hurting you or is it the contraction? And I was so furious with him. I just thought, I'm going to fucking tutoie you. And so I was like, c'est toi, c'est toi qui me fait mal. You may need to explain to our non-French aware listeners what tutoying I, um, I use, is. I use the... I use the informal you for the doctor. 
to show him how, how angry I was with him that, for not getting my epidural in. That's fighting talk, isn't it, in France? That's fighting talk. I didn't realise, yeah. I, thought, I thought there was a... I remember that yeah. there was like a limit of the epidural, like there's a point where you can't do it because it... There's no limit, but what they say... So there is no limit. Like you can have your epidural at nine centimetres like I did. Wait, can you but have... But they say to you... Can you have the epidural? You, can you have the epidural afterwards? Like you've had the baby, and like I didn't get the epidural. Can I have it now anyway? Just I would have for, liked just that. For that would have been lovely. But I think the thing is, they sort of say to you, "Don't leave it too late," because there's only normally one anaesthetist like on the ward or you know in the yeah. place. And so if you sort of say, oh, "I'm going to do it on my own," and then you change your mind, and he or she is busy, you're kind of fucked. So you, yeah, if yeah. you want it, you have to sort of say I want it and then they try and fit you in. Um and it was just really busy. And then it and then it was fine. Then after the epidural I fell asleep practically. I was like, oh it's lovely. Um and then the baby came that evening. She was very fat, chubby little baby. Just like with those Michelin arms. Mm. Um, it was uh, fine. It was fine after that. It was good. Okay. So everything was good, but she was like born the same day as her brother. So now they've got the same birthday. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Well, it's good for you, I guess, as parents. Difficult for them, probably, because then there's going to be probably competition between who got the best present, blah, 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 all this mm. kind of stuff. But when they're older, it'll be cool because I guess they'll be able to celebrate it together. And that's fun. And for parents, for you, it's just like, oh, we'd have to Easy do to two remember. different. We'd have to do four different birthdays in the year, you know, mum, dad baby one baby two it's just yeah. mum dad baby well also because there's such a big age difference i don't think they'll do you know it's like completely different they're not you know they're not really going to compete but yeah anyway same birthday so it's all right in the end cool and how is she is she is she okay is she like paul's baby is she crying all the time and all the time really just all the time she's got two two versions of her two modes she's asleep or she's fucking furious she's like i'm asleep or i'm really livid that i'm not asleep like for about 10 minutes she giggles on a mat and it's adorable and for the rest of the time she's just like she's stiff you know like her face is red oh, she's angry yeah. with every part of her body like her fingers are angry her toes are angry she's just <laughs> <laughs> so angry <laughs> and loud and tonight hugo was like we were talking i don't know what he was talking about he's talking some nonsense and he was like margot's the boss like she's in charge i was like yeah she is she she dictates well what goes spotted on. yeah mm. yeah so she's just angry the whole time and loud okay that's it but you're doing all Maybe. right well it's different when it because like when it's your second baby, you know it will stop. Like for Paul, who's probably thinking, "This is my life now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Like... Well, it's weird. It's got. I mean, it's got a lot better. Um, mm. uh, it's got a lot better since. Like I'd say, for, for us, it was like seven months. That was when. That was the before seven months. It was a nightmare, and since for the last three months, it's kind of been all right. Um, can I just say? Can smiling. I just sorry? Yeah. Can I just say on behalf of Lepland, the people of of, of podcast land, Lepland, very. <laughs> Yeah, I've wor- I worked it out. By the way, it's it's uh, so I I live in Podville, yeah, which is in Lepland, which is a country in the continent of Podcast Land. Podlandia. Is- yeah. Well, anyway, sorry. Can I just say to you, Paul, on behalf of everyone in in Lepland, um, uh, we're very happy and very relieved to hear this news that it's got yeah. a bit better. <laughs> Because, yeah. like, all we've ever heard yeah, it's, it's, is, like, oh, it's a fucking nightmare, blah, blah, blah. So we're very happy to hear this. Go on, tell us more. 
Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's um, it's it's it. She started off like Margot started off by the sounds of it, just angry all the time. Everything yeah. just it was either asleep or just angry mm. about being alive, um, which was very stressful. Uh, and I'd say after like yeah, I, I, I don't I don't really know. There wasn't like a turning point. It was just like a gradual thing where she started sleeping okay, and then when she was awake, she wasn't so angry. It was I think it, she's just. I think when she was born, she was frustrated that she couldn't do anything. And then, uh, then she became frustrated that she couldn't turn over. Uh, and then when she turned over, she was frustrated that she couldn't stand up. And then when she was standing up, she was frustrated that she couldn't walk. And now that she can walk ish, she's kind of all right. She's, she's, she's exploring the house and she's a bit more happy, uh, throughout the day. So, um, so yeah, it's it's and the the good thing about being uh, confined or or on lockdown is that we are able to see like the the stuff happening. Whereas, um, a, a lot I guess a lot of that stuff happens at crash. If you put your your, your baby into crash, yeah. you, you miss like the first words, the first step, whatever it is. Mm. So that's been fun for the past uh, month. But yeah, it's still crash? it's still a nightmare. Yeah. Do you have? Do a we have a place? Yeah. Uh, no, we didn't. So we had to get a like a private crash mm. situation because we moved house stupidly just after the birth so we obviously had no you know you need to apply for crash like even before you've met your future husband or wife exactly uh in or around paris basically <laughs> like 10 years advance you need to go like i'm gonna have a baby in 10 years as, soon as, as soon as you hit puberty like, you've got to apply yeah. for a place in crash <laughs> as soon as you're born uh <laughs> you need to have a spot in crash so yeah. there was obviously no places left so we had to um we had to get like we, we there was no way we the way she was behaving like there was no way we could deal with her every day of the week yeah um so we 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 found it like a private crash that costs an arm and a leg but uh, at least we got her out of the house for three days a week uh, and we had just upgraded to four days a week uh the week before the lockdown happened so that was great <laughs> yeah that's that was a frightening prospect wasn't it when we all realized wait a minute they're closing the schools they're closing the daycare centers oh my god because like i mean it's it's sort of weird isn't it that we have children and then we can't be with them like we, we can't handle mm. it um and yeah. we just want Hard them to be work. we just want them to be asleep but i mean you know we love them and everything but it is also uh sort of tricky but yeah that moment where we realized when emmanuel macron came on the, the tv and in very serious with you know in a very serious way, it was like, we're going to close the schools. We were like, oh, oh God, and there's no end in sight. We don't know when the schools and creches are going to open again. But actually, it's 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 all right, isn't it? We do get to see our children grow up. And we actually, um, we actually, we do love them. Well, it depends. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, I think like I'm, it's different because like Hugo's six. So it's kind of a sweet spot because he is too young to actually need any school so we don't really do any school but old enough that he can play by himself and actually he's just got into harry potter so mm. we've just been downloading the books and he's been listening i had to i have had to ration them because he listened to the first one just like just like the whole book like 10 hours just straight he was kind of like wired i was like okay yeah you can only have two hours of harry potter a day that's your maximum wow. you're not allowed to listen to any more but um so he can like listen to stories and he plays on his own and like it is easier, and actually, it's, it has been quite nice than being off of school. Yes, it's been okay. Have, have you been having to think of special ways to keep him entertained? Have you been creative, or is it no. just Harry Potter? 
It's mainly Harry Potter. I've let Stephen Fry do the heavy lifting because so, he narrates it. Yeah, he's, he does the audio book, doesn't he? Which is available, yeah. listeners, on audible.com. Uh, just uh, if you want to get a 30-day free, free trial, which includes the download of a free audio book of your choice, you could choose any of the Harry Potter series. Just go to audibletrial.com slash teacherluke to get started. Yes. And it's actually pronounced fantastic. Harry Potter. Is it, Potter. Harry, is it Harry Potter? Yeah. Harry Potter. It's just ask Felix. Um, <laughs> well, Felix is Felix is your Paul, one of Paul's friends. Your the, the director of your TV show, director of the show. Yeah, he was on my live uh, yesterday because uh, somebody was talking about oh that somebody that there was a thing going around the internet um, about how difficult French is to learn and the phrase your uncle mows your tuna was that running around because in French <laughs> it's ton 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 is it ton 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 and so yeah. Everyone sent about 200 people sent me that uh, phrase over the weekend, um, and so I talked about it on the podcast. On the, the, I don't even know what I do. Podcast live? I don't know what it is. Wait a minute, the, the live show that I'm doing. Wait a minute, I've got, I've, I've got, um, I'm getting a message from thousands of Lepsters who are going. Wait a minute, what was that ton 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 thing? We need to break that down before you continue, right. please. Hold on, there is yeah. another ton ton thing as well. Go on. It, there's another one which is, is if your uncle shaved your uncle, your uncle shaved would be. Which is si ton 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 sera. Oh God, that's funny. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't anything new. It was just like but they don't know. No one knows what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Okay, so there's a tongue twister in French, which if you translate it to English literally, uh, and you type into Google Translate, everyone listening to this podcast right now, uh, once I'm finished explaining, hit pause and then uh, go on to Google. Uh, translate and type in the English phrase, your uncle mows your tuna uh, as <laughs> mowing a lawn. <laughs> your uncle mows your tuna. Well, mows is, that into, sorry, mows is spelt M-O-W-S. M-O-W-S. Mm. And tuna yeah. is obviously the fish, T-U-N-A. Yeah. And uh, you type that into Google Translate, uh, have French as the as the, the, the target language. Is that, is that yeah. how you say yeah. it? A target yeah. language? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at me. Uh, <laughs> Knowing a word. You knew a phrase in English. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's type French as your target language and then hit the, 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 the pronounce button and it will come out as ton, 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 ton. Wait, shall I try and do that right now? Yeah, yeah go on. See, Why see not, eh? Why not? Okay, let's, let's, see if I can, let's see if I can do this. So, okay, I'm now going on to Google Translate and Paul is going, wait a minute, Luke. I prefer deep L. Okay. I don't know. It does. I don't know. It does pronunciation. That's another. Yeah, it does. This is what this was. A, it was a TikTok meme that was going, or whatever you call it, a TikTok challenge. I don't know. Um, your no, uncle. you want the first language to be English. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Your uncle. Mose. Mose. Your, your tuna. tuna. Okay, and there it is. Ton oncle. Ton ton is a is a familiar word. Like it. Like. Yeah. Okay. So if all right. So go into the French version. Yeah, but I've done it. I've changed it by by in English. I've typed yeah, your tonton. It doesn't work, so I need to change that back to. Right, tonton is one word. Tonton is one word. Oh, is it? Okay, so if I go into the French version, there it still doesn't give me the option to have your tonton, tonton, tonton. Yeah, it's probably because it's just because the other the the, the thing that I was talking about on my show was that mo like to mo your tuna is a bit weird. Like I would have said shaved or trim. Um, because it's the same, it's, they're just synonyms of to, to, to shave. Uh, 
votre tonton, ton votre ton. It's too polite, this, this version polite. of Google yeah, Translate. Switch, switch the language and type it in into, into French. No, go on to Google Translate. Go on to Deep L. Okay. Tonton, ton, 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 ton. Oh, that. That is a deep. Yeah, and now yeah, I can do it. Your uncle There we go. <laughs> okay, which means your uncle mows your tuna. But hey, it's funny, isn't it? Because it's just again and again. Brilliant. Exactly. So, uh, going back to Felix, um, I wanted to find like an English equivalent of that. And the only English equivalent that I found online was a phrase uh, which looks difficult to pronounce if you're not an English speaker, uh, which is uh, that one, which uh, is, uh, I'm showing it on the screen now. You can probably find it and put it up on the on the page. Is English is difficult to, under, to be, English is difficult. It's difficult to it say as well. Yeah it, yeah, it can be understood through tough, thorough thought though. Mm. Um, and it lo- all looks like it's spelt the same. And somebody said, oh, you should call, you should find somebody French to pronounce that. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll call my mate Felix. And um, he pronounced it pretty well. And that was why Amber was referring to Felix when I was talking about, there was a word. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Bottle. You should ask bottle. Felix. Because... Oh, bottle. And then like, because he made fun of me because every time I say a bottle of water, uh, like on set when he's there, he imitates me and he goes, oh, bottle of water, bottle of water. And so it was Harry Felix Potter. That, me. It was Harry Potter. It was Harry Potter. Yeah. There we go. Audibletrial.com slash teacher Luke to download. Are you sponsored by uh, Audible still? Well, yeah, they, that's still active. Yeah. So if I. You know, oh, it's still active. It's, nice. still go, it's still an ongoing arrangement. So there you go. Amazing. Um, um, okay, Paul, have you had to be creative uh, with the with your daughter in terms of like uh, giving her things to do or, or is she too small for um, that? Creative, yes and no, in the sense that like we've had to. Um, like she was, she was crawling before we locked down uh, and she was standing up on her own. And now she's kind of almost walking. Like she took her first steps last week. Um, and it's just, it, the creative part has been trying to, she, she just wants to touch and ruin everything that we've got in the house. That's not her toys. So we buy her a bunch of toys and then she's, she doesn't care. She still wants to rip apart my, my cables, uh, like our books and things like that. And so it's just trying, trying to find uh, ways to, to 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 stop her from doing that. But no, I, I, yeah, I guess she's a little bit. I mean, whatever. We've we've bought her a couple of toys since, and we play with her um, and read her books and stuff like that, and uh, watch a bit of uh, cartoons. The only way we can cut her nails is to put her in front of a cartoon and cut cut her nails. Otherwise, she's just flailing around <laughs> like a crazy person. Uh, any any signs of uh, bilingualism yet? In your daughter? Uh, no, she still complains very much in French. Yeah, she speaks French. Does she speak? No, she says. Uh, she, I mean, she has. She has. She makes noises that sound like Papa and Mama, but she, I don't think she's actually saying those words meaningfully. Uh, she's mm-hmm. getting there, but mm-hmm. she'll get there. 
how about how about on your side luke is is uh is the little one showing, well i mean she's speaking english there we heard which was yeah 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 she's speaking uh, she's speaking both and so we've been using the lockdown as a chance to kind of boost her english because obviously normally when she's at creche it's all french so she's getting loads of french so at the moment we're just doing english all the time so my wife speaks english to her i speak english mm-hmm. to her so it's just english 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 all the time and it's working it's it's really good she's starting to like speak she's mixing it up um, I mean, Amber, you'll know because you've been through this, but uh, I, I suppose that uh, it's normal for a child who's going to be bilingual to sort of combine both in the, in, the, in the same sentence sometimes. So she like she makes negatives in the French way with just saying pa at the start. So she says, pa like it, pa like it, meaning I don't <laughs> like it. So if I'm giving her something she doesn't like, she goes, pa, pa like it, pa like it. And <laughs> <laughs> which is really cute and um and she started she's gone for everything used to be like all possessives like my was always mm. french so ma blah 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 and that's starting to like morph into my but it's become ma so it's like everything is my thing like so it's like um what would it be my phone my phone she's got like a toy wooden phone so it's my phone my phone and then like she's learned the word favorite so it's it's now my favorite yogurt my favorite yogurt <laughs> like that. that's amazing um, also like some words some sounds in english she is still struggling to say that's not because of french that's just because she's you know 28 months old uh, and she sounds like a cockney in some with some things french people sound cockney though don't they do they French they can sound very Cockney. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think. Oh right, that think. Yeah, they're trying to sound. Because I've got this this woman I work with, and she oh, tries to sound quite nice, but she sounds really Cockney. She sounds like a sort of posh Cockney. She sounds like Eliza Doolittle, like on her journey. I think that we should do this. And you're like right, that I'm and funny. think. Yeah, th think sounds that. Yeah, because Cockneys don't pronounce. T- they don't say think. They say think with an f sound. Uh, but that's yeah. not the that's not the one. It's her l sounds. So yeah. it's things like um, uh, milk. L. Milk is the one. So in the mm, morning milk. when she wants her milk, she cries out for it, but she doesn't go milk, milk. She goes milk, milk, milk. Milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk. <laughs> With a W. still says milk. Milk. Does milk, which is so cockney. Do... Oh, mate, do you want some milk? milk. He can't do the. He, he always says sort of like fuh. And mm-hmm. like, I'm always correcting him. I'm like, you want a bath? Do you? It's free, is it? Um, and so I'm always going, the, 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 the. But he, what does he say? So but the, his nemesis word is feather because it's got a f and a th sound in it. And I'm feather. telling him, you know, it's a, th- and so he goes, feather. You can only go feather or feather. He can't have both <laughs> sounds. Sounds like Michael Caine. Feather. Feather. Yeah. It's either feather or feather. Right. I see. I see. So yeah. Hard. Milk. And other words with an L in the middle sound like a W. So she sounds like a Cockney, which is quite cool. And she says, you know, when she wants you to pick her up, she says, you know, it's bra, bra. But that's Mm. become, uh, it's now just bois, 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 bois. <laughs> so that's like a rapper. Bwah, yeah, bwah, yeah bwah. Bwah, bwah, bwah. that's what I do to her when she goes. Bwah, bwah, bwah. I'm like bwah, bwah, bwah. like that back to her. Um, <laughs> so she goes. She, she's quite funny. Amazing. She'll just suddenly just throw her arms up in the air and go bwah, bwah, like that. I'm like you're a Cockney rapper. You're brilliant. Milk, milk. Give my milk, my milk. <laughs> <laughs> you need to start a band. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. But that's normal, is it, Amber, that uh, she will be mixing up English and French in the same sentence? Yeah, definitely. Of course, she'll be mixing up English and French and then she'll be mixing up grammar as well. Like uh, Hugo mixes up French grammar and he used to do it the other way around. Like he'd say, you know, they say in voiture bleu and we'd say blue car, but he'd he'd do it the other way around. Like in French, he'd say bleu voiture, you know, he was, yeah. his English was messing mm. with his French. So it goes both ways. Um, and sometimes he'd lose a word, like he lost with for a while. You're just having a totally normal sentence. You'd be like, oh, I went out avec granny yesterday. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Where did with go? You went away last weekend. You had with, you've come back, with is gone. So sometimes a word goes missing. And of course, then there's just regular mistakes that I think Anglophone children make, but maybe they make them a bit longer. Like he sometimes conjugates things like cummed. You know, he, you know, he'll... He's like got yeah. that logic yeah, because- of like ED is like a regular verb ending and but you know he's six I don't know if six year olds still do that in England. So you don't know like what point is it just regular child mistakes and what point is it mm. bilingual errors. Yeah. Instead of saying yeah. I came home, it's I cumed home. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I seed, you know, I soared instead of or I soared, you know, something like that for I yeah, saw. That, yeah, that is totally normal, but I don't know if it's a six year old thing or if, if like um normal he's not children speaking, yeah. fix that normal earlier children. or not. <laughs> yeah. And and then there's other things as well, like I mean, because he gets some English from cartoons and from like um television like cartoons and like audio stories he comes up with like funny expressions or sometimes american words like he was listening to poor patrol and he was saying things like he said to me i'm ready for judy amber i'm ready for judy and i was like judy, judy. who's judy judge <laughs> judy. judy and he meant duty because the poor patrol were like these little dog rescue agents and so he meant but they were saying it with an american accent and he was hearing judy i'm ready for duty Ju- right judy do you see what I mean? Yeah, totally see yeah. what you mean. So he was saying Ju- Judy, meaning duty, because yeah. it's the American pronunciation. You were, like, you were like, who's Judy? Who is this Judy person? Judy? <laughs> um, and then, of course, there's the same thing that all French people do, which is still quite cute, like, you know, calling objects he or she or like a spider she, like, oh, I saw her. You're like, oh, did you? <laughs> mm. What's her name? <laughs> yeah. Very cute. Exactly. Charlotte. Um mm. So um, uh, uh, we shouldn't give our kids too much screen time, but uh, uh, during this period, <laughs> during this period, it's hard to avoid, isn't it? So I do let my daughter watch a bit of Netflix, and um, it's 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 hard to find exactly the right show because um, mm. you know you want something good, uh, but something that she likes. I'm trying to I'm, I, I let her <laughs> I let her watch American English shows. Because there's nothing wrong with American English, right? But I also, yeah, sure. at the same time, I want to I want her to kind of watch British English shows because I do want her to speak yeah. like me. Um, CBBS is really good. If you can get CBBS, they've got incredible, really, really good cartoons. What on is there. CBBS? I know what it is, but my audience might it's, not. It's, it's the BBC, but for children, it's children's BBC. CBBS, yeah. C-B-B's. How do you get CBBS? Yeah. You need a. Uh, you need to hide your. IP address. VPN. You need a VPN. You need yeah. a VPN, and then, and then this episode sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> Have you ever needed uh, security? But you <laughs> Not know, a bad idea. Like, I should get in touch with them. You should. Things like Hey definitely. Dougie are really good, and they've got like the Teletubbies, and they've got the you know um, the Night Garden, and do really, they have really Postman Pat? Maybe. Because I've been like I I I mean Louise is way too young mm. to be watching cartoons, but sometimes I'll put it on. 
and because you, you like the postman pat's really good because there's a bunch of different accents uh in there there's like a the, everyone's got a different accent from different parts of the uk which is great what's the um, sorry paul what's the synopsis of postman pat can you just sum up sum uh, that up to pitch, <laughs> pitch, it, pitch it to us if you would okay so uh, there's a postman and he's called pat mm-hmm. and he's got a black and white cat <laughs> and everybody loves him postman um, pat postman pat postman pat and his black and white cat right Early in, exactly. morning, in the morning, when the when day, day is dawning, Postman Pat is busy on his way. Something like that, isn't Oof. it? I, the version I know is he picks mm. up all his post bags in his van. Right. It might have multiple anyway, I've, I, I, That's just anyway. on YouTube. Um, they've got like the, the official channel. But I, the problem with the official like Postman Pat YouTube channel is that they just... Uh, it's full of adverts. There's like 25 adverts during the show and it's just annoying because the adverts have got nothing to do with kids. You know, it's like shampoo, kids. whatever. Is there? Is that yeah. an app? Um, what? What? Yeah, you can get it on your phone because, I mean, that's the problem with YouTube is that sometimes if you let children watch it and it just, it can, the adverts can be disturbing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when they're really little, it's just pictures. But when they're a bit older, it can be really inappropriate. And you're like, why is this video game being advertised during Teletubbies, like it's sort of it's really like, violent. Yeah. Or... Sniper HD, now available yeah. on iPhone and Android. Murder <laughs> presidents in HD <laughs> qual- video quality, 4K brain splatter, now available. Exactly. exactly. Right. And it's like, and you forget just how, I mean, now, like Hugo Six, and I was watching Paul's Live at Five a while ago, and he was just like just swearing along why did he say fucking it does don't worry darling it doesn't matter <laughs> what's bollocks Great. don't worry darling it's fine. what's bollocks you know it's what are bollocks darling darling it's plural it's what are <laughs> yeah no <laughs> i don't mind i think swearing is important I've, i already told you how i had to correct his use of bullshit just last week tell us again we were out and he was he saw something and he's like that's bullshit and I was like, no, no, that's just shit. You mean to say that it's not good. <laughs> Bullshit means you suspect it not to be true. It's a fine line, but it's important you get it right. Wait, the, what was the thing he said was shit? I can't remember. He'd seen something and he was like, oh, that. He wanted to say, like, oh, that's rubbish. That's shit. Like, oh, yeah, was, something was shut or something, you know, yeah. some disappointment. And he said bullshit. And I was like, no, no, you've misused bullshit there. I'll not have a son of mine erroneously <laughs> using swear bullshit. words. <laughs> well done, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> someone's got to because he's not going to get in the playground is he no i guess not i i, I try to try to get my daughter to watch puffin rock oh it's good puffin rock i do like puffin rock do you know about puffin rock paul no is that on netflix yeah yeah it's nice and the thing i like first of all it's about a little island which i'm assuming is probably off the island of ireland somewhere it's like an island off northern ireland or something and it's populated by puffins and animals and things. Oh, nice. And it's like... Life really- is sweet on beautiful puffin rock. We're puffing... Puffling Una, her baby brother Baba, and their Baba, nice. And their pals learn about nature, friendship, and family. They learn about nature, friendship, and family, and it's these... Is this a UK show or an American show? It's a UK show. Well, I, I, I think oh, it's mate. an Irish show, really. Or the, one of the nice things about it, as well as the... the well, lo- hello, dear. Welcome to Puffin Park. Exactly. Puffin, exactly. Puffin Rack. Hey, exactly. Man. It's like that. Welcome to Puffin Rock. And I mean, uh, it does sound... The cast is Chris O'Dowd, Kate McCafferty, Sally McDade. Yeah, it sounds very It's, uh, it's full Irish. of lovely, lovely, lovely Irish accents, both from the Republic and from Northern Ireland. So you've got both. 
Amazing. Both We're going to check that one out. Yeah, I, rec- I do recommend it. Although um, my daughter's kind of over it now. You know, mm. she's just like, no, pasa, pasa, pasa. <laughs> Meaning not that, not that, not that. And I'm like, what? I'm sorry. I don't understand you. <laughs> um so puffin rock and also um sean the sheep is pretty good but it's it's a uh, you know it's how do you describe it there's no speaking in it it's just mine oh, it it's mime based yeah but it's very good ardman animations the people behind the wonderful um wallace and gromit um films so anyway there you go oh yeah yeah the two things that we watched uh that we watch pretty regularly are pepper pig and simon yeah, yeah, we watched a lot of Simon, um, and avoid. I avoid Peppa Pig because I think that I've I've got like a sort of conspiracy theory that maybe Peppa Pig is <laughs> is subliminally teaching children to I don't know what I don't trust it. I don't trust Peppa Pig. You're not the first person who who's I talking to? It was uh, Fanny, my producer, said this Pig. thing. There's a whole yeah, theory. What, what about, a, what's the theory about Peppa Pig? Then the theory is that like they're naughty. Peppa and George are naughty. Evil. Tell, I would, they, I'd go as far as to say they're to be evil. Naughty. Yeah. Because I don't know, they jump in muddy puddles. Um, but it, I mean, it's nonsense. Like, I think, pep, I mean, they're annoying, yes. But I mean, I don't think they're subversive. <laughs> I don't think if you pay Peppa Pig backwards, it's going to be like. No, I'm concerned. Now that, I'm concerned that if you pay play Peppa Pig forwards, that it's going to be <laughs> bad for the kids. No, but there's this theory that they're sort of like, yeah, they're, they're naughty, Peppa and George, because they get up to mischief. But I think it's yeah. a bit nonsense. I think Peppa Pig's great. I mean, really? the thing is, those those little cartoons, they don't last that long. They grow out of them quite quickly. Yeah. And these cartoons, I mean, like Teletubbies, Hugo used to watch it and he'd be, I mean, they're, they're talking nonsense and he was killing himself. He found it hilarious. I'm like, what? why is it so funny? I can't understand. Teletubbies like, is completely mental. But what's more mental is Welcome to the Night Garden. It's so freaky. It's absolutely bonkers. What's Welcome to the Night Garden about? Is it Welcome to the Night Garden or In the Night Garden? In, in the Night Garden. In the Night Garden. It's Eagle Piggle and Upsy Daisy and the Wattingers and just like this whole gang of loons who live in the Night Garden. What, just a gang of insane, like, um, acid they're casualty like, hippies who are still living in the garden? Yeah, they're puppets and stuff. Okay. Well, I mean, like like Teletubbies, you know, like dressed up. Mm. Um, but the, I don't know, but there's all sorts of, there's the, is it the upsy daisies and they none of them speak english there's a voiceover there's a narrator who's like let's go and see what eagle pickles up to hello eagle pickle and eagle pickles just like looning around doing something and then upsy daisies there and they're having some sort of like fun and then oh dear let's go and see what the wattingers are doing and then you go and check out the wattingers and they've got this love-hate relationship with their neighbors it's very weird just really weird madness i mean it's like <laughs> teletubbies is like that when you think about it i mean at this point has probably been made before by other people but um teletubbies is weird first of all it takes place in a weird post-apocalyptic world where everyone has to live under the ground in bunkers and they they're allowed above ground for a certain number of hours per day before like these these uh speaker things come out of the ground and tell the children to go underground so like these literally these these things come out and they're like okay children get you know get back indoors like why is there radiation is there a virus what why is it and then they go indoors and there's like the sun is the face of a child just this giggling sort of slightly demonic sun and um 
And where, you know, what are they anyway? Are they sort of mutated, sort of bio, like are they are they people that have fused with technology and they've got TVs in their in their in their uh, bodies? And I don't know. Oh, it's just you, scary. It? it scares me, Amber. It, no, it's very weird. It's very very. I met just thinking this. Wait, you met Tinky. You met Tinky. This sounds like a story for the Lion Game. You met Tinky Winky once. This Tinky is one Winky. of the one of the Teletubbies guys, by the way. I met Tinky Winky. He was doing stand up, and um, he. But the reason I know he's Tinky Winky. <laughs> he was doing as stand up. Tinky Winky, or not in, as Tinky in, Winky, in, in, not as Tinky Winky. But the only reason I know he's Tinky Winky is because he told people, and I was like, "You don't ever have to tell anyone that. No one need know. Are Why you, are you telling people?" You mean you met the person tall. who plays Tinky Winky? That's right. I thought you meant you saw Tinky Winky on stage, like you know, wh- wh- which one is Tinky Winky? Is he the one with the circle? He's the purple one. The purple one with a triangle mm. on the top of his head. I can't remember. Anyway, oh, no, I, I thought you meant you saw Tinky Winky on stage himself, but no, no it's the actor who Tinky played... Winky, he's like, uh, hard times. He's gone on stand-up circuits. No, okay. just the actor. All right. The... I was just thinking this, um, this, um, this is probably super interesting for everyone who doesn't have kids. Yeah. The last half an hour, they were like, yeah, yeah. see you later. Totally. Yeah, I, 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 I think Sorry. I need to I need to flag up at the beginning that this is a large part of this is us rabbiting on about what it's like having kids and also yeah. Teletubbies like lots there'll be every single subject that we brought up is chopped off another section of the audience so the only people no. left now are the ones who've got kids on no, lockdown tellies. and they know what Teletubbies is <laughs> the rest of them are all gone yeah it's just Um, us left really uh, just final question then have you guys had any time to actually watch any stuff yourselves on 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 tv have you been you know everyone's talking about binge watching netflix and i saw something on uh, my my wife sent me this on text i don't know where she found it but someone on twitter had written the only thing i'm binge watching at the moment is my 10 month old toddler uh, you know, but uh, I don't know if you've been watching anything yourselves. Have you been managing to watch any TV or films or anything lately? A bit. Uh, I what? What's the things I watched? Um, I basically am up till like three in the morning. That's kind of like the rhythm that we found uh, at home is that like my kind of free time is from like now to well from like midnight till three so uh, i end up just watching stuff it ends up inspiring me whatever we did we did end up watching um tiger king on netflix um which everyone was banging on about a couple of weeks ago on social media all i heard i was like all right cool let's check one episode out because addy likes uh big cats and so we watched the first episode and it was like oh okay cool so and then we just carried on watching it's only seven episodes i think for an hour long Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we did it in in like a week and a half or something, um, and then is it good? Um, is it good? Yeah, it is. It's really good. Like you need to watch it. To, like it's 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 weird. It doesn't. No one can describe it enough for you to watch it. You just have to watch the first episode and go. Oh, it's just about this crazy guy who hoards. Um, who hoard? He doesn't even hoard. He's got a zoo somewhere in Oklahoma uh, with with different tigers and cats and ligers and all this kind of stuff. Um, and it's, it's basically, it's less about that and more about like the business and the war between him and two other people that have got, um, that have got cat sanctuaries and like, like he hates one of the women who runs, who's trying to be a protective, you know, she's trying to protect the animals by taking them, opening another park, but she's still making money from it. So she's kind of a hypocrite. They're all crazy Americans. It's like a show that could only work in America because the people like it, we, 
the different people I've spoken to have watched it. It's like, yeah, there's, it, there's something interesting with the US is that you get people like that, but you wouldn't necessarily get them like that in France. Like people aren't that crazy or you don't, I don't know. It's just it, whether the country's so vast over out there and there's so, there's such a big population that ultimately is run by one person, but by different, like it's just the way the political system is built mm. and the way it's been over the past, like it allows, same with Russia, right? You see crazy <laughs> shit coming out of Russia and you see crazy shit coming out of the US, but you never really see like, I don't know, a TV show about some crazy UK, uh, got person in the UK who is mental. You know, I don't know. It's just, it, it feels like a very American TV show. It's, it's good. It's like, it's a, it's a, a compelling watch. Okay, because it's true. It's a documentary, but it 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 when you watch it, it's like a series because it it feels like fiction, but it's actually real. Okay, all right, must check it out. What about you, Amber? Anything? Um, better call Saul. Saul. Mm-hmm. I've been watching that. I started from the beginning, and I'm just finishing. Uh, I think it's brilliant. Really good. I really like that. But I yeah, I've kind of not had that much time to watch. But I've also not fancied it that much. Mm. Mm. Don't, I've been going to bed really early because I'm really tired. Except tonight. Except tonight. No, because like the baby, I put her to sleep at eight and she sleeps till about one. And oh. like, honestly, by night, nine o'clock, I'm like, right, I'm in bed. And uh, so I've been listening to a podcast at night, which I don't normally do, which is, um, do you know, This Is Love and Criminal? No. Which are by, they're on Radiotopia. And the woman who runs them, Phoebe Judge, she's kind of got this incredible voice. And during the lockdown, she's just, she's released this new podcast which is just you know phoebe reads a mystery so she read a conan doyle she read an agatha christie and she's reading wilkie collins the moonstone at the Mm. moment and i just kind of listen to it this one chapter before i go to bed and i just kind of pass out it's really incredibly soothing and it's not normally something i do i do tend to like stay up late watching everything on netflix but i've kind of abandoned it what's it called again this podcast Um, this one's called phoebe reads a, uh, um, a mystery Phoebe reads a mystery. It sounds good. I like those stories. Yeah, and she's also she and um, also criminal. And this is love. Are brilliant podcasts as well. Okay. I really enjoy them. Okay. So yeah, I've been listening to podcasts because I kind of need to keep my hands free and mm. you know keep eyes on a baby. Mm. So that's what I've been doing. Okay, nice one. Thank you for listening. As I said, episode six hundred and sixty-three will arrive fairly soon. And yes, that will be an episode of The Lion Game, The Lockdown Lion Game with Amber and Paul. So that's what you can expect uh, from the next episode when that one arrives. Okay, so let me just end the episode here. Um, Let's see. Just a reminder of some of the things that you heard us mention there, uh, specifically TV shows and and podcasts that we've been watching or that that Amber and Paul have been um, watching or listening to. So Paul mentioned Tiger King. There is a mention of that show again. So I just wanted to, by the way, all these things are written on the page for the episode. So if you, you know, if you want to check out these shows or podcasts um, and you didn't catch uh, the names of them, then just go to the page for the episode and you'll see them. Tiger King, Better Call Saul, also uh, podcasts that Amber's been listening to, Phoebe Reads a Mystery um, and Criminal and also This Is Love. Okay. All right then, folks. So, I mean, what else What else remains to be said at this point? I could probably ramble for a few minutes at the end here. Um, some people have noticed that episode 666 is coming soon. Episode 666. 
Oh, yes. Um, and people have been writing to me saying, Luke, episode 666 is coming. Are you going to plan something special? Are you going to do something scary, something evil um, for that episode? And yes, I am. I said when, I have said previously, I think I said it on the the YouTube live stream I did for episode 600 last year, that I, that I would be doing something uh, to mark episode 666. How could I let episode 666 go by without doing something appropriately kind of evil and scary? I mean, some people take that stuff very seriously, of course. There are people out there who, you know, you just mention 666 or, or mention things like demons and evil and stuff, and they, they get, it's very serious. Now, obviously, I won't be doing anything particularly serious, but... Um, Rest assured that I'll be covering the topic in the appropriate fashion. I've been um, in touch with James, my brother, and we're planning stuff about stuff like uh, music and films and stories and stuff. So we haven't recorded it yet, but it is in the pipeline. So there you go. So rest assured, episode 666 will be dealt with in the appropriate way. And that is pretty much it at this stage. As I said at the beginning of the episode, I am in the middle of a premium series, Premium 22. And in that one, I'm going through language that came up in episode 649 of Luke's English Podcast. There was loads and loads of like nice, natural expressions and fixed expressions and collocations and chunks of language uh, that just came up naturally in that episode. And so what I'm doing in this premium series is breaking it all down and giving you loads of examples to help you remember this uh, language. It's one thing hearing them once in an episode of the podcast, but it's another thing to actually be able to really properly understand what the expressions mean and to remember them and to then use them yourselves. So that's what I'm doing in Premium Series 22. I've got something in the region of 20 um, fixed expressions. It's actually more than that in the episode. Uh, a bunch of fixed expressions, and I'm using examples from TV and films. Uh, I'm able to. I've got. I found a search engine online that allows you to search uh, scripts of TV shows and films. It's brilliant, and so I'm getting loads of samples from different, you know, TV and film scripts that contain the target language. So you can sh- see that it's not just me that's using these expressions. These are common expressions that you will come across in episodes of Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones or whatever it is that you're watching. Um, So anyway, premium series 22, vocab, also pronunciation, memory tests, all of it. Uh, You can check that out. You can subscribe and get access to all those those episodes by going to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium. Okay. (sighs) All right, then. It's nice to be back on the podcast as ever. And um, I'll speak to you in the next part. Okay. All right. Is it still raining? Yes, it's still raining. Never mind. I'm not going to go out. I mean, what am I going to do? It doesn't make any difference, really. Um, All right. I hope you're keeping well, everyone. Stay happy, stay safe, and I'll speak to you next time. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. Bye. 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 Wait, actually, before we finish, I'd like to sing. And um, the song I've chosen is called Pocket Full of Rainbows. It's an Elvis one from one of his films, 1960, uh, G.I. Blues. And it seems appropriate because, well, you can you can hear from the lyrics. You'll find the lyrics 
You'll find a link for the lyrics on the page for the episode if you'd like to read them. Um, and so here we go. If you don't like hearing me sing, you can obviously stop listening. But uh, otherwise, carry on, okay? Pocket full of rainbows. skies are grey above Got a pocket full of rainbows Got a heart full of love Mr. Heartache I found a way to make him leave Got a pocket full of rainbows Got a star up my sleeve Kiss me extra tender Hold me extra tight Cause I'm saving your sweetness For a lonely night No more teardrops Now that I've found a love so true Got a pocket full of rainbows Got an arm full of you Kiss me extra tender Hold me extra tight Cause I'm saving your sweetness For a lonely night No more heartaches Now that I've found a love so true Got a pocket full of rainbows Got an arm full of you for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.